Well, hello, hello. You are now listening to the Black Push Brides featuring Kevin B. How y'all doing? What's up? Good. Doing good. How you doing? I am doing good. You know, just ripping and running. All right. So we have a really, really, really good episode ahead. Thank you all for listening. But before we jump all the way in, we have Kodak Cam. What's up? We have Miss Johnny's. Hey, y'all. And we have Beat Rich Uncle. What it do? All right. So we have a special, special guest with us for this episode. He is making the eyes. <laughs> Listen, we I have known this guest for some time now. I met him in the fashion industry when I lived in Hampton Roads. He is a close friend family member to be the rich uncle Absolutely. and i mean this man is everywhere it's nothing to turn on the television and be like uh-oh they're gonna let you on. <laughs> i know who that is you know and to just you know and when i crossed alpha kappa alpha i got this random call <laughs> <laughs> i got this random call and it just so happened i fell asleep in my pearls that night i had my ak bonnet on and who is it latroy said congratulations look at you with your day yes. pearls on i said Yes, and I you got him on today, and I put him on today because we have him here. So, Latroy Brinkley, uh, celebrity hairstylist. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what, what, what other titles have you, do you have now, Latroy? What, what 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 are these other titles? You know. Well, first, first, thanks for having me on. And when I get to heaven, can you introduce me when I get there? <laughs> right. Listen, if you need if you need somebody to set the tone, call me. I got Listen. you. Troy Brinkley, of course, what other titles do I have? Um, celebrity hairstylist. I'm a commissioner for the city of Suffolk. Um, I'm also vice president of Smart Grow Suffolk, which is a nonprofit who grows Suffolk smart. And, you know, right. you can ask me about that later. Um, my number one title is dad. All and right. my number two title is fiance. Oh, I'm also Mr. Virginia State University alumni 23-2024. Oh, well, congratulations. So that means you get like a good parking space at homecoming. Um, Do they go ahead and give you a good hotel room for the homecoming? What are the perks, right? I'm right up there with the president doing homecoming. Listen, for the whole year. For the whole year. Yeah. My best friend went one. I have two. One of my best friends went to Virginia State. I had to talk to you about her. Um, and she, you might know her. She was in the band. She was no, not the band. What's the dance? The girls. The lot. The the no. The girl. That something in front of it. Some girls. The they danced, but not in the band. She said no. Um, The girls. The girls. You don't know the girls. Well, she's part of the girls. When I was there, it was Essence of Troy who were the dance mm-hmm. girls in the band and Woo-Woo's who were the cheerleaders. Woo-Woo! That's, she was a Woo-Woo girl. And yeah, she's mixed. <laughs> she just turned 43. 44. So, you I mean, may her, know. My middle girl is my, my middle daughter. She just made Woo-Woo. So. Okay, oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Okay, so we have listeners all around the world. So uh, if you all are totally confused by the interaction that just happened, so uh, <laughs> Woo Woo are the, are they like the cheerleaders of Virginia State University, they correct? Are the 
number one HBCU, Virginia State University cheerleaders, and we call them the Woo Woos. Oh my gosh! That's why I said the girls because I knew it, I knew it was important because the way <laughs> she talked about it, and then we went to uh, where we go, Erica. That was CIAA. Mm-hmm. CIAA, and you know, so everybody knew, know the Woo Woo girls. Yeah, I used to think mm-hmm. you know, A and T don't accept no big girls like that, so we we can't do nothing but cheer on everybody. The else. big girls be the one getting it. Yeah, right. They, be, they move a little harder than the other ones. That's why right. we ain't got to move that much because right. it's a lot to shimmy and shake. Right. <laughs> but with that being said, yes, you are doing major things. Um, and one of the things we were talking about before we recorded is where he is in his life. So um through conversation, this episode will be centered around pushing the reset button. And even if you don't push the reset button, somebody else will. God be like, guess what? You think life is going to go left Mm -hmm. and then next thing you know you have gone right and then you got kids you got your fiance all kinds of stuff going on so so troy it is totally up to you where you want to start can you give us your age range because i don't know if you want to tell your age you know people i'm 46 i will be 47 in march Get it. And when do you yes. feel like life pivoted? And look in 35, meanwhile. <laughs> don't say that. Okay, 32. Wow. You, know. you look like you're in yeah, your Yeah, I love y'all. I love y'all. Well, listen, I don't we, like people who are the interview now. Yeah, okay. Right. Tell your age and be proud. Right. right. I am. Yes. Um, I celebrate birthday. My biological mom passed when I was 16. And mm. that's not a all moment. I still celebrate her life. I think mm-hmm. life, life is beautiful. Um, when you can celebrate someone and she was that person that I celebrate and I celebrate each year because she was 36 when she passed. Mm. So I'm intentional on my mm-hmm. birthday. I make sure right. I have a good time. Um, but yeah, I will be 50 in four years. And I told my youngest daughter that she was like, Oh, you, Oh, I said, no, baby, I'm fine. Mm. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I ain't like, that wrong with that. I like that. I like we, that. I love we, that. As soon as you get older, you start living the way you want to. Yeah. And you can live the way you want. You can afford to live the way you want to. You know? You ain't frightened. Right. So, LaTroy, in your journeys, because you're doing big things now, and even if you feel like, Eric, I got bigger things to do, when do you feel like your life took a pivot? When, when did the reset button hit and you said, all right, I'm going to just, I'm going to roll with this thing. And was it around the time you met the love of your life? It was probably when I accepted life as it was intended for me, I was in my thirties. And that was the pivot. Um, when I stopped living for everybody else. Mm, I'm on somebody. Um, I'm from a small town, but the largest city in Virginia, Landmass, called mm-hmm. Suffolk. Mm-hmm. And some things were just taboo. Peanut um, City. <laughs> Peanut City. Um, <laughs> once I got out of the way of being concerned about what people thought and what they were saying, I began to live. And yeah. that's what catapulted me to in life at all costs. So I often say, Nobody can take me back to where I was. And if you're not on the way to where I'm going, we can't be cool. That's just that. Mm. Right. That's, that's how, 
Yeah, that's how my friends and I, that's how we we rock with each other. You know, I have conversations with people. I'd be like, but what's the purpose? What What are you doing this for? They'd be like, I don't know. I'd be like, so if you don't know the purpose of why you're doing something, why are you doing it? Doesn't right. matter. You're wasting time. Unless yeah. you have some sort of clarity, I got to do A to get to B because B is going to get me to C. No, sometimes A can catapult you all the way to F. You can skip mm. past that foolish stuff. You just got to be open-minded and willing. Gotcha. So, yeah. All right, now. And so yes. what, what were some of the mountains you had to climb to realize, okay, in order for me to be successful and to love on me because because for all of our listeners our age demographic because i was just looking at it today it is a hard 35 to 44 we have listeners that are are outliers of that age demographic but it's really really heavy right there and i know a lot of us we're all coming up on 15 years of working 15 14 mm-hmm. years of working Ooh, child. maybe you tired of work i'm ready to retire i'm retire honey Yes, I have 15 years at July. I have 15 years of service at work. That's it. Yes, but I'm tapping. Listen, (laughs) but you're doing something that's, I feel like, I was saying 13 years. That's what I was doing. Something like, but she, Kevin, she's not saying her whole life. She's just saying that this particular, at this job. Yeah. First of all, I just heard the word working. You said what? Let's First of all, she go to work looking like that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I try to give them a little something at the job. Right. She's trying to catch that man. You can't. No, no, Erica. At the job? You no. fraternize yeah, at no. the job? No. That's no. How you it, catch- it could be no. somebody coming through the job. You, you never might, know. You never know. Like nowadays, you just don't know, but you, you, you don't. know, you work. You know, you might be in your court and somebody be like, you, you, you oh, yeah, might yeah, definitely yeah. be at work, but you definitely not gonna do nothing at work. You're gonna wait to hit them up after work. Well, I mean, it, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. But but you know, but we're all in a we're in a phase of life where it's transitional. I feel like we're in a very transitional uh place in our lives because everybody's looking at work like and then you have life happening at the same time where people don't are not happy for you. Friendships are shifty. I feel like 30, I feel like late thirties has been a little rough. So what are some I of the know. mountains that you had to climb, <laughs> Latroy, to get to where you are right now? Because it seems like you've hit a tremendous amount of success. But what did it look like coming up? Um, it wasn't easy. Um, my my biggest mountain. And hurdle to get over was being accepted. Um, I'm gay. Um, and I was born in a time and lived in a place where we, we're not going to do this. You know, that's not mm-hmm. who you're going to be. Your parents are and your aunt is. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, that was the hardest thing. And then gay Troy got a baby. So it was like, all of this good I'm doing, y'all stuck on this right here. Okay. So it was, um, that was a lot. That was a um, a down moment for me. Um, yeah. Pledging to myself not to hinder myself from my own greatness because of what people wanted me to be. I didn't want to be 50 and 
taking Erica out on a date because that's what my dad wanted. You know? Right. I've been there, done that. I, and I vowed to myself, I would not do that. Uh, no, not going to do that. And you look like you are raising, well, I've, I've paid attention over the years with your daughter, you know, raising her. You So people had words about you raising this wonderful daughter. I mean... Well, I confused them. So I'll put that out there. Yeah. You know, at one point I was married, then I was dating. But some of those things, like if, if I say I love you, I love you. If I'm with mm-hmm. you, I'm with you. But some things I would, it was society driven. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did it. Um, I would say 20 years ago, life isn't what it is now. You know, mm-hmm. a child could come home and be like, oh, mom, dad, I'm gay. And it's like, oh, okay, that's fine. Right. That wasn't a conversation that we could have with our parents because, right. first of all, you mm-hmm. was going to go to church and they were going to stretch you out at the altar and they were going to throw all water and a white sheet on you. And I'm like, can I, can I, get, up? Can I get up now? <laughs> I cannot. Like, I'm still the same person. Thank you. I okay. love you I'm like, after all this oil y'all done drilled on me, I. Can we can we go to the store? Like, because that that didn't right. work. Um, so that, what, that was what the, denomination did you grow up, Troy? Baptist, <laughs> Southern Baptist. Amen. Southern. Right. <laughs> it was nothing but Jesus, right? <laughs> and you better not ask, you better not ask no questions. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So we know we, we grew up under the same tutelage, right? We did, right? Oh Lord. Um. So it was, you know. Then I had to talk to people about, you know, and I'd explain to them, this is who I really am. But the beauty of out of all that, um, my biological daughter which is the, the little girl everybody sees. Um, that's my baby. Like, born out of all of my foolishness um, grounded me. And that was the other pivotal moment of my life because you can no longer think for yourself when you have children. You, you have to think of everything that you do, how it's going to mm-hmm. affect them, where you're going to go, how you're going to do it, you know, all of that comes into play now. So, um, along with my daughter, when I came along, her mom had two other children. They immediately became mine as well. And it it happened intentionally, but it didn't. Um, I remember growing up as a kid and being at my grandmother's house and my cousins coming home with their parents with a McDonald's Happy Meal, but nobody brought me one. And I would mm. sit there and be like, Imagine that as a child, everybody around you right. get a toy, but you don't have one. And it made me feel bad. Like, I got to go in the kitchen and make a sandwich and eat the back of the bread because right. that was... Y'all, y'all eat the back of the bread? No. Mm, no, I don't eat I don't the eat bread. What's the back of the bread? What's the bread? The butt of the bread. Oh, the end piece? Yeah. Oh. Um, the dryest piece of the bread. My grandma said, "If you don't I get no meat, sandwich, my grandma said, if you don't eat that, you ain't getting the nutrition." <laughs> I mean, we don't waste no food, so we. It's I mean, really I ain't no putting it on no sandwich. In the though. bread, anyway. When <laughs> <laughs> come job east, she gonna give you the real. It got sugars. The bread ain't for us. But I remember those things happening as a child. So when I would take my daughter things to the house, mm-hmm. I always took 
them something. Yeah. Right. So it, it became second nature. Okay, I'm going to pick her up. Well, they need to go too. They don't need to sit in the house and look out the window and be like, oh, she going with her dad. She'll be back because they're sitting in the house now. They have a wonderful mom, hands down. Like I tell mm-hmm. her all the time, thank you. Because, you know, when I'm gone and frolicking around the world, she's holding it down. But right. I kind of like, they became my children at five and six. They're my children along with my baby. And I have my son, he's at Virginia State. My middle daughter, she's at Virginia State. And my baby girl, she's a junior here in Chesapeake. And she wants to go to North Carolina A&T. Yeah! Right. Aggie Pride. Yes. So what would she be majoring in, you think? What is she drawn to? She she has not told me yet. I was like, well, you know. Whatever she chooses, she'll be successful at it because yes. she's gonna be Aggie. She's um she um we set her up at LLC. She braids hair. And when I say like come on, entrepreneur, like you're gonna go make some money. Well, yeah. we had to limit yeah. how make it an ANT. Her mom and I had to limit how many heads she could do a week because she's rolling like 20 heads a week. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, yo. Call back. <laughs> chill out. You can't make more than me. First okay. of all. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did want to applaud you on, you know, not making the other children in the family feel different oh, no. uh, with you bringing your daughter something. We talked about mm-hmm. an episode about, uh, I guess, blended families and how, is it right or proper um, to date someone who maybe doesn't treat your previous children like the one they've created with you? Right. So I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And we all know that's in McDonald's scenario. Everybody was going crazy. I thought I thought it was funny that you had brought McDonald's up because you remember y'all remember that viral moment with the McDonald's? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, at, at the end of the day, it's not the children's fault that a parent is missing from their life. Right. So right. they don't deserve because, you know, there's two roads. They can either take that and go left or right with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the very end of the day, when I'm old and need somebody to take care of me, I need to call on them three. Mm-hmm. And, they and get they'll it. be there. Mm-hmm. They are. They are wonderful. They don't do it right as we call it right or how we see it but they're perfect in their own way um they come home we have family dinner we commit to one time a month i I don't pressure them i'm like okay whatever um they try to take furniture out of my house they they take Mm -hmm. food they take liquor they take wine (laughs) that's Uh, the fun stuff right (laughs) listen i'm like sometime too Huh? They get the car keys too? No. <laughs> no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. So my oldest daughter, she wrecked her car. She know, oh, yon yon. Uh, um, my son, he's not driving. And we just bought my six my baby girl turned sixteen in June, just bought her a car. And um she was so appreciative of it. I was like, you know, as long as you do what you're supposed to do, mom mm-hmm. and dad and mom, dad, and my fiance's name is Larry. We're going to make sure y'all have everything that you need. Um, and mm-hmm. for the most part, they, they, they good. We, we got to tune up on them sometimes, but you know, we good. Okay. So I don't know if any of the castmates are thinking of things to ask, but I know I had a question. So, and I know I've been rolling them anyway, but it is what it is. But, but you get it. You are engaged in your mid forties. 
Would you advise people at this point to do you see the do you see the pros and cons of getting married in your 40s versus your 20s and johnny's please feel free to jump in on it like Mm -hmm. i know i know someone who is considering remarriage in their 40s and it just seems like they're like oh my gosh i'm just so much it it will be better at this time because i've lived and i know what i want so how do you view marriage at this stage versus way back when i would never get married in my 20s oh wow um unless it was oprah oprah if you're listening i would have married you in my 20s but for your money <laughs> for your money oprah for sure. got stedman she ain't worried about no, no i'm so mad at stedman <laughs> but why why you say no in your 20s um that that whole living and enjoying life um and of course you could do it with a partner but there are certain things that we don't want to do with our partner that we just want to experience mm-hmm. um a, a lot of that those things could lead to other things and you're trying to fix and repair your marriage. And then you're, you know, let's be real. We're not mature in our twenties. We thought we were at all. I thought I knew everything. Come to find out I married in twenties, divorced in my thirties. I realized everything and I did in my twenties was totally wrong. Trying to figure it out in my thirties, forties. I was like, ah, the light bulb came on. But um, I'm ready now. Yeah. Is it happening soon? Oh, it happened too quick. Okay. It happened too <laughs> It happened like, I was like, oh, this is what we So doing. you didn't see it coming. You didn't see this love coming. But I kind of gave him an ultimatum, but I thought he was going to be like, you know. Hold on. I was watching a show on Netflix called Ultimatum. So... I'm gonna just flush it out. You to be the watching shows. You know, I, I made listen this weekend. I made time to okay sit down and watch a little TV. You know, so okay. I, you know, shout out to my friend O Six. I was like, we 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 just sat there and watched some TV. So oh, yes, it is everything you think it is. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> look at him. Okay, so uh, Latroya is also go ahead, go ahead, shout, shout, shout him out. Just go, go ahead, shout out your set, Latroy. You know, okay, a financial member of Kappa Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Financial, financial. That means. Listen, he getting all technical, y'all. So shout out to everybody who's in the the Greekdom. So ultimatums. Are y'all okay with the ultimatum? Because like I said, I was watching a show on Netflix. We, I feel like everybody has made, you know, again, Johnny's in a good, healthy marriage, so I don't think she would have dealt with this, but she can jump in. But have you had to give someone an ultimatum thinking that it would help you to actually get to the next level with that person and it not work out? Because I know I feel like I done gave a little ultimatum. I think we give ultimatum the word ultimatum a bad name because mm-hmm. it's nothing more than boundaries or okay, okay. Or, reaching, or reaching for growth so you, yeah. don't, you don't become right. pregnant yeah mm-hmm. or shaking the tape very very much so I had two, two requests going into this relationship I'm not gonna be your boyfriend for over two years we need to decide what we're gonna do at that point come on somebody and 
when I'm around your family and friends, I'm not going to be your homeboy. Mm-hmm. So whoever you need to let know who you are. And if not, it's cool. We can remain friends. We're just not going to travel down this road. Boom. So um, one day I was at work and I'm doing it. It was like a Friday. Mm-hmm. And Larry called. He was like, hey, what you doing? I was like, I'm working. He was like, oh, you got your earbuds in? I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, my mom and sister on the phone. I was like, for what? like hold on and his mother was like hey son-in-law and I was like oh wow (laughs) and his sister was like hey brother-in-law he was like yeah I told them you know I was like oh okay so this was after the engagement this was oh Oh, there was no like hey I'm about to call you or nothing I had you no know, idea. they from the South. Are, are, is your family from the South? Your fiance's family? They're from North Carolina. Okay, so you know, Kevin, you already, when you're in a relationship, serious relationship, you're not married or whatever, they already calling you son-in-law, daughter-in-law. Oh, okay. That's yeah. just, yeah, you that's, know. Yeah, okay. You know, that's they, what they didn't know anything about his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so well, He had broke the news. Yeah. And, but his mom was like, well, I already know. I was waiting for you mm-hmm. to figure it out. I was going to say, that mama already knew. Right? That mama knew. <laughs> from, mm-hmm. from the womb. Right. <laughs> so he thought he thought sh- she didn't know. He kind of figured, but he didn't know. Um, he's very big on how his parents would react, what they thought, you know, never want to bring disappointment to your parents. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, while I accepted that, I also accepted where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And I said, mm-hmm. I get that. So you you let me know how this is going to go. But things started going well. So he told them and everything was cool. Um, I met the family. So that was in October. I met the family that New Year's Eve. We went to Outer Banks and I s- stayed with them for New Year's and we had an amazing time. Mm-hmm. So last November... We were, and none of this is like I thought it was going to happen. You know, I was waiting. Uh, Brandon and Erica can tell you, I, I like the dramatics of life. It, it yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you like it. You're a good time Any, anywhere oh, you, you go. You know what? I like the dramatics of life, too. That's good. <laughs> right. So I was waiting for this man that helicopter down Come on. with a ring. Mm-hmm. Not the helicopter. I'm with it. That didn't happen. It's, oh. it's never what you plan. I, like, I was like, we going to the Beyonce concert. He going to pay her a million dollars to get on stage and propose to me. That didn't that happen. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be a surprise party. And oh. I'm going to. That happened, right? Nope, that didn't happen either. <laughs> no. So what happened? Is he, is he polar opposite? Is he opposite of you? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. We were in Puerto Rico with we went on a trip with his friend. So we land by the pool, drinking, having fun, and his friends and them, they talk about, oh, you know, we're coming up on our 15 year of being together. So we were like, Oh, y'all should get married, y'all should get married on your 15th. They was like, Oh, we should do a double. So me and Larry, we sitting there planning out who would be in our wedding. And you know, I'm like, oh, okay. We keep drinking, blah. We got this in our phone. 
the, the list of who. So next morning at breakfast, he calls his best friend who was back here in the States and was like, we're getting married. So I'm sitting at breakfast and I'm like, then I was like, oh, we were serious. I was like, that's the proposal. That that was the proposal. He was serious. That he was, was it. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was mm-hmm. that was the proposal. But let me tell you about that proposal. It meant so much more to me than dropping out of a hot air balloon. And all the pomp and circumstance. Mm-hmm. Because it, had it, was more so, it was so sincere. It had more meaning. There were no rings. Um, it was it was heartfelt. And you had witnesses. We had witnesses. We had um, heartfelt conversation about what it would look like, um, not only just the wedding, what life would look like after marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, Marriage Mm -hmm. is a business. Mm -hmm. No matter how. the truth. And you do more together than you do apart. And um, one of those things where, you know, being in a gay relationship, you have to set things in order, as we all should, no matter what type of relationship, mm-hmm. with a life partner and boyfriend, if you establish things together, you need to put those things in black and white. Because we know how we act when somebody's demise comes. Um, yeah. We want we want this. She told me I can have those pearls. Um, I need to know where they are. And I never want something to happen to me and my family kicks him aside from what's rightfully due. Not saying that they could, but I've seen it happen so many times. So, um, you know, we we talked about all of that. And, you know, I was like, wow, you know, we're on to something. So um, we came back home and we found rings. And that was in, that was right out. That was doing, we were there for Thanksgiving. And I had my ring by Christmas. And it, it, we went and got them, and um, then the jeweler had to do some shifting and shaking how we wanted them. And FedEx dropped them off, and we just put them on. And it was nobody on their knee, or, you know, it was cool mm-hmm. though. I'm like, okay, this is it. <laughs> so then, does that mean that the wedding will be all of the pop and circumstance? It's going to be everything that you. <laughs> Listen, that the, that the engagement wasn't right, but but no, we're we're planning a simple ceremony. We're doing a destination in Cancun, okay. Um, right. And I did that for several reasons. So if everybody's watching now, you know why I did it in Cancun because I didn't want all y'all there. <laughs> I, <laughs> Truth if you get married around here, people become automatically entitled to. Oh, I'm coming. Yeah, and I'm you, gone. And, even though I'm I'm hard on the outside, you know I don't like telling people no because you meant you you were a part of my life at some point sometime right. But that gets overly expensive. So yes. we mm-hmm. we looked at doing it here, and yes, we were already at like 220 people. We were already at sixty thousand dollars. I was like, uh-uh. no, 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 we're not going to do. It. So we're going to Cancun, and we're going to do a temple ceremony. Not on the beach because I'm a hell of a red bottoms. We're not going to put those in the sand. And um, <laughs> we're going to party for the reception. We're going to have a party. That so, sounds good. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah. 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 I spoke to my last sister the other day. 
And she said, Erica and Johnice and I have had this conversation. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that shout out to my girl Natasha and Lord Jesus, Johnice has said it over and over. She said, Erica, I don't know what you're going to do when you get married. Right. Erica, know too many people. I'm going to be watching. She have five weddings. One for each chapter in her life. Here's the the secret to destination weddings. Everybody can't afford it. And half of them ain't got passports. (laughs) (laughs) You can't get them in time, right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. I just don't know. um, With our travel agent, the way we set it up, we knew all the particulars, had a travel agent plan it out. So we we created a event. We was like, you have five days to respond with your deposit. If you don't. Five. Five. And we did it right after Christmas. Oh. oh. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Okay. So, so it you- helped. Yeah, they ain't really ain't want nobody to be there. That's all he's, that's what he's saying. <laughs> but, but Kev, we had to in good cautious mm-hmm. invite them. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. But it's cool. They can't we, say they weren't invited. And he gave them five days, not just one, because he could have just done you got to do it today or else. So <laughs> that's right. Right. Yeah. but we mm-hmm. but we were gracious with five. Mm-hmm. Right. But that was me. That wasn't him. Um that was so it sounds it sounds it it sounds like you're first of all you look great you Thank sound you. like you know happy. life has life has dealt yes. you some but you seem uh-huh. happy you know resilient he bounced back yeah hey. so your reset button is 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 doing so good listen mm-hmm. I, reset button, I'll tell you my reset button came with counseling oh wow and Larry come on now we go to counseling now and um. Uh, Again, growing up, counseling was for crazy people mm-hmm. or white not, people. Not healthy people, right? Y- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need to go see that, no strength, you know, stuff like that. And that was embedded in my mind. But not black people. When mm-hmm. I tell you to break down the childhood trauma, mm-hmm. you you become free. Um and, and to be able to um Deal with your partner um, to learn them. Um, I thought I, I thought I knew him, but we've been like, wow, digging deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, mm-hmm. Counseling is is necessary for for everyday health. Is is like it's like you go to the dentist twice a year. No, yeah. go go sit on somebody's couch. It helps. So would you all and you can answer the question too, Latroy, are are you all willing to do the premarital counseling that goes on before before having the relationship and even after the fact, after the marriage, are you all open to having counseling with your partners just to make sure everything and everybody is on the up and up? Are you are you all open to that? I know I would be. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. I mean, people I change, I, but you got to be willing to change with the person and not grow apart. And okay. I'm for our um, before we got married, that was a requirement by a uh, pastor mm-hmm. to have premarital counseling, and it, it was definitely an eye opener. 
it was a necessary. We had good conversation, good starters. And mm-hmm. I think that it was very beneficial. Just think about it. Even Troy said it. If you were to marry somebody in your 20s and we're approaching 40, we're not the same people we were. No. Right. <laughs> not at no. all. So I'll say this. Going to premarital counseling, either one or two things going to happen. You're going to be together or you're not. It is not for the week. Is it a lot of crying involved? Well, I cry. Crying? <laughs> because it brings up some emotional. Oh, bringing up. Oh, oh, okay. um, yeah. But it could un- it could un- reveal some things about your partner or some things that you held and you never wanted to let go. And you, you like, am I going to deal with this? You know, as much as you say you love somebody, that one thing can come up and you'd be like, is that the 2080 rule? (laughs) It's 20% you might not can deal with. (laughs) And it it could be a lot because, you know, you you start to peel back layers. And Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, do I want to deal with this? Mm. And what is it? And for those of y'all who have been in love, like, how do you? And uh, you know, this is the. I'm just trying to make sure I ask this question. Look at Kevin. He's like, "What you buy these?" We're on defense already, right? Because <laughs> the way she started, those of y'all who have but been Kevin, in love, I have never seen you. Mean? I have never seen you make that face before. It was too cute. You was like. What you bad that? <laughs> but ahead. it's for those of you all who have been in love. Did the love of that person help you to compromise better? Were you able to overlook certain things that you usually would flag? Uh, how does that work? Because I know for me, like we meet people, we are just honey. The light so bright on them. We were like, they can't do no wrong. That's my baby. Like how you know when you I don't really feel like we don't do that no more. <laughs> well, just... She's saying when you love somebody, right? No I got it. But, but when it's saying... healthy, but when it's health, I know what you're yeah. talking about, Brandon. Yeah. Because let me tell you, I feel you. Like because we have been through such trash people. Yeah. When you do meet someone, <laughs> I mean it's true. Uh-huh. When you do meet somebody that's like really about you. You're mm-hmm. stunned. You're like, yeah. like, are they real? Thank you. Suspicious. Yes. It's very are they suspicious. really for me? They're looking for help. I ain't compromising for you because I don't know if you're crazy or not. And you like right. the last ones. Right. Like, how do you tell the difference when you're like Johnny's? How did you mm-hmm. know that Nick was not like the others and you could compromise with him? Like you, it was, it made sense. Mm-hmm. I think, I think when you know, you know, like you wouldn't even have to ask yourself this. Right here, like you wouldn't even have to ask yourself this question. Like you would just know. Like when you know, you know. And I, I just felt like with Nick, I've always felt the realness. Like even because we didn't start off as like boyfriend girlfriends, like just as like knowing each other as people who are just talking and being friends. Like I just always felt that realness in him, and so I just always knew he was real. Like it was just something I just I just knew. Like I don't know. Like you meet fake people, like you meet enough fake people in your life that know when somebody is real, you know what real looks like. So I knew like that was he was real. So yeah. How did you know, Latroy? How did how did you know? 
without how, let me ask you this were you on the defense in the dating world prior to this like had the dating world taken you on such a journey to where you was like listen was i don't this. know Poop, vomit in the pool. <laughs> what was going on? And you know, you are out here doing things that you're seeing. Were you being approached by people, and you were like, "I think they only talking to me because I'm associated with this group and things of that nature." Because I'm a socialite. So, my life had been private, I guess you would say. Um, I've dated a football player. I've dated basketball player, I've dated singers, all them trash. Wow. Straight trash and garbage. <laughs> so, Listen, I'm over here like, wait a minute. I'm like, when we get off the record, <laughs> we have to have back. <laughs> but yeah. how do you, how did you, how did you maneuver from that? It. It's it's fun. It's, it's new. It's interesting. You know, you you're like, wow, this is this is what my life's going to be, you know, and mm-hmm. the material things. Mm-hmm. And you're People willing to deal, to you're willing to deal with things for those things. Mm. And I, I dealt with it for a great amount of time, but I got to a point where it's like, okay, this isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm miserable. Um mm-hmm. My stomach's always in a knot. I got headaches, yeah. you know, because you're wondering it's stressful. Who, who, what, when, where. Right. Um, then social media hits and you see your boo hugged up with somebody else. You're like, wait, what's going on? We fight. All of those things. Um, I probably could have been an extra on Love Atlanta, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I, I would have <laughs> done well. Um, but with Larry, and even though I I met Larry in it was two two thousand it was two thousand one, so it's been twenty two years. But we've always been friends, like nothing sexual. Never looked at each other like that. Just cool. Even though when we first met, he followed me. That's how he got my phone number. But I'm like, ah, oh, you cool on but- social media or followed you around like in public. This was two thousand one on social media. Absolutely. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Not even Facebook, right? I was on the interstate. I had just moved back to this area. Um, I was working for Nextel. If y'all remember Nextel. Mm-hmm. The phone company. Uh, yeah. Phone. Mm-hmm. I was just getting off work. I had took a job working in New Jersey for them, and they had moved me back down. So I was getting off the interstate, and him and his friend were following me, like flagging me down. Now, if you ask him, the story is totally dangerous. Listen, it was cute, though. It was a little risky. (laughs) (laughs) But if you ask him, the story is totally different, but we're going to go with what I'm saying. So, and we we talked that to get, we pulled over at the Shell station and we talked for a minute. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Years later, he was always a good friend. Um, There through all the breakups, all of the moving, just a very good friend. But I knew he was the one. um, I had a family member who passed in North Carolina and he showed up at the funeral. So I looked around and I was like, oh, shit, he's here. Like, oh, thank you for coming. But he was like, I'm your friend. That's what friends do. So when I got back to the area, I literally 
went to the funeral, left my car in Raleigh, flew out to work, drove back, flew back into Raleigh, got my car, drove back to Virginia, and we went out. And we just started having more detailed conversation. And he was going through something, I was going through something, but we were just cool. After that, it it became more intentional. Um, I was more intentional about celebrating his birthday or any accomplishments, and he would do the same. And the way he cared for me was none like I've ever experienced before. Mm -hmm. And to this day, he does, he puts me before him. So he is selfless. Very. Gotcha. Um, and, listen, and he loved them. Little, them little Does that give you some hope? I mean, God is good. I think that hope was already there. Uh -huh. Oh, you mean for Erica? Yeah, because the way that she, uh -huh. the way that she let so up, lost. the way that she let up or queued up the question was just so tragic to begin with. Because <laughs> she was just like, "It's so much trash out here," and you know, but I went through this one and that one. Tell you this, going back to the twenty-year-old to the forty-six-year-old, if I would have dated him back then, it wouldn't have worked. See? Okay, and, that's interesting because you. What do you think it is? The what do you, you feel like you needed to go through certain things in life to appreciate him, or it was that I, I wouldn't have appreciated this nice man, this mm -hmm. this man who takes care of home, who makes sure I'm where I'm supposed to be, who makes sure my children mm -hmm. are fine, makes sure my parents are good, who makes sure mm -hmm. all of my friends are well taken care of. I, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have appreciated that. I was like, oh, he's soft. I ain't, uh-uh. He, he, he do too much. We good for saying he do too much mm -hmm. too quick. No, but see, I feel like you have to be, You, it's like you got to be at this weird space of healed, mm -hmm. having lived a bit. Mm -hmm. And, and Right. And knowing better, but having like that level of discernment, like Lord, please don't let this, please don't let the person be playing in my face, Jesus. But yeah. I feel like they go above and beyond. I feel like people who are fake can go, but so far, mm -hmm. oh, like they can't give you too much. Yeah, they start. And honestly, y'all, let me ask y'all this: for the people that are fake, like the people that have turned out to be like fake. If you look back on it now, was it something then that told you like, oh, this person, something ain't right. Yeah. And just like ignored yeah. it. It's, it's a know? bunch of red flags and you ignore them. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is when the real one come, it's not going to be any question. Like you're going to know. I, that's my personal opinion. That's how I feel about it. I really feel like you're going to know. And all the fakeness, all of the things that you have questions about, they're going to go out the window because you're going to know, like, you just will. That's yeah. my belief. You're, you're know, right. Yes, I believe right. it too, Johnny's. Yeah. Yes. And Johnny, listen, Johnny's, listen, is that her relationship is like, you know, you know, y'all probably got ups and downs and everything. But one yeah. thing I know is Nick don't play about his Johnny's, honey. Them Thank Beyonce you. seats. Yeah. I said, that. I said I was back there like that's right, Nick. He in the background, Johnny's is singing, and Nick it looked like y'all probably hit the ball before y'all went there. And Nick, yeah, was the he was hitting the ball. He was hitting the ball while I was in there, honey. I was like, if this man get another drink, <laughs> he said, "Is 
said, I, you know, he said, you the Beyonce fan, but every man who went with their wife, their girlfriend, they were right. lit at the Beyonce right. concert. And I said, you know what? I am here for it. Because, you know, I went with my sister who was off her rocker because she had made, she, she had drank some peach moonshine. And I was with my cousin and them. I said, my next one, I'm coming with my husband because they off the chain. Right? Did y'all see I, I the went- video? I went with my auntie and it was raining here in DC and we had a good time. I will say that. I bet. Did but you I see the video with the man? I, he, I think him and his wife might play in Tyler Perry movies or something. He said Tyler Perry had told him he had to go to the Beyonce concert and he wasn't a Beyonce fan. But after going to the concert, he was like every other man. I said, I sent that to uh, my husband. I said, this is you right here. My husband's not a Beyonce fan. But at that concert, you had thought he was. I mean, we had a good time. I will tell you, I don't run to her CDs to play them. But I really became more of a fan after going. Like, this was my fifth show. Yeah. So that's what really has turned me on to her. So yeah, the show's on, on a phenomenal show. It was yeah. good. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to end, but it, you know, right, right. It was, no, it was hot during the show. We we had we had here <laughs> here in Maryland. I was like, girl, you just 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 damn, because like, it was it was sweltering hot. It was ridiculous. But you know, this is. I mean, I'm loving it, Latroy. You are giving us life and love. Every now and mm-hmm. then, we'll have a guest on the show. You know, we always get the love from Johnny's right. husband. God is good. And then we Amen. get a guest every now and then to just be like, yeah. You, you give us optimism as it relates to relationships and mm-hmm. being at a, a, a more advanced. Well, you have wisdom. You've been in past relationships. You've had some successes. You've had some failures. So yeah, and then you're you're just pivoting to your a new place. You you working with stars and celebrities, and how does he how does he deal with that? All of the energy that comes from that, and all the people pulling for you in different directions that may encroach upon your relationship, or do you drag him along for the ride for that? Well, this is the interesting part. You know, we've been friends for over twenty years. Mm-hmm. He never asked to meet anybody or go anywhere, even as a friend. Never. And um, even when I started taking him around, he would just be like off to himself, never ask for pictures, never. Not acting like a fan, right? Never. (laughs) Um, It would be like if you came to the house, if Coco came to the house, hey, would you like anything to drink? Would you like anything to eat? Okay, I'm going upstairs. That's just, that's how, even till this day, like, and I'm like, Larry, you good? It doesn't bother him. Um, it doesn't bother He goes with me on, on the road sometimes. Sometimes he can't get away because of his career. Um, and we're away, like, I'll be gone one week. He's gone somewhere one week. And we just make it happen. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, he he just lays low with it. He's like, yeah. chill. Oh. That's, that's even better. So now I got to ask that question, you know, just, you know, shifting gears to, to more of what's happening in the world. So if he was that guy that was getting beat down by all those whites, the folding chair incident, would you have oh. swam to help him? <laughs> Listen, 
Ain't no question in that. You talking about a date? That was what they did for a stranger now. Now imagine if it was your significant other. other right. My arrest right. record would probably you would have been attempted murder. You would have been knocking yeah. and knocking. <laughs> Listen, I need. You, you're not gonna play. I ain't gonna play about him. Okay, right. Mm-mm. That's what I want to yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I mean, I love to hear it, but we y'all, we got to pause to ask this question, Kevin. How are you feeling, baby? You been, Off you know, because you know we talk about matters of the heart, love, and things. Like I'm good. I, I, I was on mute because it's like. It was, Drag race is going on. <laughs> Every it, time we record, he be like, "It's a drag race." <laughs> it literally is like everybody got to ride their spider up down this strip. And <laughs> I just when it happens, so I just mute. So is that a Sunday thing in Greensboro? No, it's an everyday thing when you live downtown. It's and he an lives everyday on the thing. corner. He on Elm Street, so it's popping. Oh, just beat that out so people don't know where you live. <laughs> but it's it's popping where he is. He on the corner of Fun Times and Drunk Nights. You know, right? So it's crazy, right there. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Listen, we've already had an escapade, didn't we, Erica? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know what any of you are talking about. I've had many crazy nights in Greensboro, but Latroy, you have to. You, you, you have, have to come now. Yeah. You have to specifically relay when you're going to be in Greensboro, so we can especially especially he's gonna have an Aggie now. Maybe he should just yeah. come to homecoming. Okay. Come to homecoming. Yeah, want me far away as possible. Oh, oh I just can you coming that. with us. Tell her you just coming because yes. you know. You can't be listen. This yeah. homecoming, I know it might be too short a notice because you know you're probably getting ready for you know that good old Virginia State. I did go to a homecoming. We sang there. Well, I always say we. Um, SWV performed there. Two was it right after COVID or yeah, right after COVID. Yeah, we were in and out, but yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was a good time. So you got to come and stay a bit. I will go on record and say this. Uh-oh. Come on, say it. We can't. We can't wait. Come on. No, it's not going to be shade. He's going to give us some accolades here. Oh, okay. He's going to uh, give us our credits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Breathe. Breathe. Gio is the best homecoming ever. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Not fingers, We already knew that. Do it again, yeah. Johnny. Spirit fingers. Look, <laughs> Look that, we can tell that, that little time I was there, I was like, yo. Right. <laughs> We um that day we were we walked on the yard and stuff. I was like, oh y'all lit lit like this. Was that a homecoming or was that when they were that it was was homecoming? homecoming. They did the alumni show. I think it was like the alumni show. You know when you know the ones in the concert. It was it was yeah. Mm -hmm. See y'all got to come. See if you. We'll, we'll talk once we stop pushing the button because <laughs> we it's stacking up to where we might have something significant okay. for you to come through for, you know, and it would be really nice for you to, you know, and you know, we like to have us a little, you know, libation last year. Shout out to Kevin. Cause after we ate at the, uh, the little bowling joint, what's it called? Okay. Uh, bourbon bowl, bourbon bowl. We had mm-hmm. some, I had burgers. Mm-hmm. We 
And then next thing you know, we whipped out. Last year, we should have called that the year of the tequila. I ain't huh. never had that many shots of tequila in my life. You talking about 1800? Yeah. Does Brandon get drunk with y'all? No. Did he not get drunk when we went to Kevin's birthday? I no. can't remember. I'm not drunk. No. I just right. texted. I don't ever get drunk. Not drunk. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he drank, mm-hmm. but he didn't get like. It's, hey, it's nothing wrong with that, Brandon. But, I'm the same on. way. The, the better question is, Troy, have I gotten drunk with you, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Found him on the bathroom floor. <laughs> no. Oh my god! And see, that's what pisses me off. See, because I was about to go in on you. Yeah, because she always, she always no. wants to see somebody. She always oh, wants to see somebody amazing. on the floor. You don't need to see all that. Get because it on the floor. Because Kevin, Kevin will have his like, his drunk moments with other friends. Brandon, we have never seen this occur. Right, as I much as y'all see- hang out. Yeah, I'm like, what is going on? Right. But, I drink, but I drink. I just don't get drunk like that. Brandon, what did we do or where did we go that night? We was in Norfolk oh. and I think Aaron was with us. Oh, yeah. And we made it back to Suffolk down 58. Wow. Y'all went through the tunnel, honey? It was nobody went- but Jesus. Mm. I think Jesus, Samuel, Solomon, right. <laughs> and then two women that stood outside the tomb. Yeah, I saw yeah. them. Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Lord, have y'all was partying at the Norfolk waterfront? Somewhere out there. Oh my no, god. We 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 had a good. All time. hopping on Granby. It was ridiculous. On Granby. Is Granby yeah. even still popping? We for all of our listeners around the world, we are talking about the city of Norfolk, and Virginia. um, it is yes, Norfolk, Virginia. And if you've ever shout out to all of our military babes, our shipyardigans, all of those people out there. <laughs> Um, and, and Johnny used to live in Richmond, so mm-hmm. she wasn't too far from the dealings. Um, but is Granby still a and thing? Lynchburg? And Lynchburg, yeah, Granby, closing, right? Granby is in ways. Remember, Granby wasn't popping, then it was, yeah, and now it's back on the phone, right? So, when we're, was, we're in that the, the city is revitalizing downtown. So they're closing a lot of those establishments down for any little reason. Wow. Um, it's okay, mm-hmm. but not like it was when when we were, oh my God. Hanging tough, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, listen, Latroy, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have you back because you was giving us wisdom. Yeah. We are happy for the oh, your reset God. that has occurred where you got love. Come on, and Ari. Ari. He was and giving us you making money. You out wisdom. here working with the big dogs. Listen, may you continue to, you know, grow and work with these folk. And if you ever, you know, need to come back and chat with us, we are always here for you to give so us much. the wisdom and and we want to act a fool with you now. I mean, we were taking a deep dive into your love life and career, professionalism and whatever, mm-hmm. but you you are known to act a fool on the social media. So I, that's the toy I need. Okay. Right. That's what Brandon was wanting. He was right. wanting. That's what he I wanted need. the ratchetness. He wanted now. to bring ratchet. But <laughs> God said he wanted LaTroy to come and just express his heart for where he is and the gratefulness he has for all the Somebody need to hear this. Yeah. You know? Anytime. Any mm-hmm. any anytime. Brandon knows me. My day-to-day life is comical. 
it right from waking up it's it's always something it's nothing for me to wake up and fall off the bed and be like what the fuck you know <laughs> right well, your we, commentary is off the chain yes. on social media. We'll we'll have to bring you back for a live. So if something yes. if something goes up and we need somebody to talk about, if you're not on the road and doing your thing, we'll ping you and be like, you want to come on live? So that's when we can interact with people and you can share it to your page and even your folks because I know your people because I don't seen them lives. Tell your people. Uh-huh. They off the heavy. But real quick though, before we go, did we, did we not talk about Kiki Palmer? Did we talk about her? What she do, ma'am? No, we talked about her before with the Usher yeah. situation, but now uh, her, her and Becky Daddy, yeah. they back are. I don't she think they ever broke up. I think this. Kevin said it was for social media. Kevin might have been right, y'all. Gotta be. I, I, just, I wasn't know. even gonna say nothing, but yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What you think, Troy? You got a mouthful. Look <laughs> First of all, he poor. He ain't going away. Uh-oh. And oh, oh and my gosh. He's, he's not the, the well-known one in the relationship, right? And, and that was second of all, too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, because he, what is he? I mean, he he has a, he's a famous sibling, but what you is know, at the end of the day, it was a show. sibling. His sibling is the dude who was on Insecure, correct? He was the yes, one. Yes, right. It's his name. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's a yeah. show. It's, it's a concert. We all know that it was burlesque when we were going. We we know Usher. Mm-hmm. She's, she's going home. She's not going home with Usher. Chill and out. when they right. made the video, they show all the different celebrities that he serenaded. Like, he does that right. too. Everybody. But did right. y'all see him and Kiki Palmer made a video together? Like it was like boyfriend. Her birth, it was like her birthday video or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Usher. No, they made a, he made a no, video. His single, his single that he had. Yeah, called now. Boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a cute little video. I enjoyed it. Right. I th- I'm with you now, Kevin. I think it was a stunt. Like yeah. I think it was planned. Yeah. At this yeah. point, I'm starting because to look. If you look at all the pictures she's putting out now, it's just giving. A whole or lot. it it wasn't planned, but then he realized how much money she's making off of that situation. It's almost like, okay, how can I be mad at that? You know, because they never like, addressed it at all, right? But she done made a video. She done uh, made a video out of it. What else was it? I think I saw her on something. Well, she was selling the t-shirts, t-shirts. The yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Her, her social media is monetized, so yeah. right. Right. right, it comes along with the territory of dating a celebrity. Like that's gonna happen. How you gonna deal with it? Right. So, okay. So, and then last but not least, what about the thugs that were arrested in um, Georgia? Thugs. <laughs> there were thugs arrested. Trump and Biden. Trump. His hit. His yeah. hit shot. His headshot, I heard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know who he looked like in the headshot. Or whatever his name. Uh, is. Padroni, Padroni. <laughs> we used to have a physics teacher. And he would go. We like, Just answer the damn question. You know, he would give us all that forehead. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know, they just, listen. He's capitalizing off of that that headshot, which is crazy to me. But what about mm-hmm. this speedy trial that's going to happen in October? No, she, was not, she didn't come to play. Baby, these judges going to eat them up, and they all black, <laughs> black women's. 
Okay, these judges are not playing. Prosecutors, everything they gonna go for it, and that's good. We need we need to see right. Mm-hmm. It'll be a Christmas gift. I okay, want, I want to know. Um, I ain't gonna say that. Uh oh, go ahead say and say it. it. Say it. We can cut it you out if it's know. too bad. <laughs> Has anybody checked on Barry? Oh, Barry, the son. Oh, but you know we okay. Whole son. Oh, Trump. Trump. Everybody's like, but you know, ain't nobody seen that. You know, ain't nobody seen him since he left office. Ain't nobody seen that. Something wrong with that little boy. Yeah, he might stand up because he he would stand there and do like this. He needed his. Uh, Somebody told him to do like this. Somebody no, he he might be like on the spectrum. <laughs> he Somebody was just going to do like this. He is, and, and, you know, they would, you know, being here so close to the capital. Yeah, we, we was, they would show him on video, and I'm like, they need to print. Now his mom and daddy might not be worth a damn, but they need to protect that baby because everybody would be staring at the child. I'm like, listen, but you know. Yeah. I'm telling you, somebody told him to go up there and do it. But we ain't seen his mammy either. Right. Yeah, his, Even MIA, she has. She probably mm-hmm. went back to the Czech Republic or whatever she from. Who she you talking about? His Melania. Melania. Oh, she from the Republic of Czech. Czech no, she here. from over there somewhere somehow. Oh. She's in Mexico. <laughs> She's in Mexico. <laughs> She's in bed with Putin, as Maxine Waters would say. <laughs> somebody is pulling in my bed. She's what? in bed with Putin. Look, <laughs> you mean like a Dutch oven? Somebody is yeah. in the bed. One of them I done gave you before Kev Dutch. Yeah, she oh, ain't no way that lady ever been in bed with Trump. Well, how did <laughs> I yes, How did that little boy? Well, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to get in bed to have children nowadays. I don't think that's Trump's right. son. He can't be. Okay, we, I mean, he looked just like him. He he do. He looked awkward like and all. He does. He he is. But Trump said he weighs two hundred and fifteen pounds. Bitch, where? <laughs> Who weighs two hundred fifteen pounds? We, we do all. I know he ain't say that. Yes, he did. When his mugshot. That's what I weigh. That's I know. Well, you getting Trump vibe? You and him look alike. And he mm. eats a lot of McDonald's. So we know that's a damn lie. I lie on my license. I lie, I lied on my license too. He needs to stop lying. What you lie about? I lied on my license with my weight was. Okay, then. You went up or low? <laughs> Very low. Y'all need to stop. I'm about to be, what's that doctor name on my 600 pound life now? You know. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, Johnny. What I he said, when the people the look at you, they gonna know. The people gonna know. <laughs> Give us an example of something you would say, Johnny. Something ignorant. <laughs> Yeah, when he was, them people be like, <laughs> when the people say, "I," what they say, um, oh, they would like list what they was eating. He was like, "Well, if you was eating all that, then why the weight? Why your weight don't say that?" Like he would just let the people know, like, right. like I don't know. He's just funny to me. Yeah. Well, what y'all he think the person said me. who documented Trump when he put the two fifteen? What? What is? Everybody knew that was a lie. We, we, what, we, we, what's we, the person who was writing it down and Trump said 215, they said... But but okay. little does you know that uh, if you lying now, <laughs> you're going to be lying later. Right. Some of us just lie on our license. I mean, I, 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 oh, I mean okay. you could look at my license and look at me and be like, 
I'd be like, well, you like, better be glad I wasn't up in that DMV that day. I would have okay. been like, how much you get? give me this scale and come It's the same weight that I said I was when I was 17 years old. I just never changed. So, and if somebody had to ask you some questions in court, they'd be like, she got But you know what? I never even noticed that our weight is on her. I never noticed the weight was on her. Me either. That thing is on there? Yes. Your weight, your height, the color of your eyes and hair. But I don't think they asked me that the last time I went to get it. They probably never changed it. Also, oh, that thing got my weight from when I got my Kevin, permit. Look at, you, you look at your, look at your, it's, it, your license is probably say one twenty five. Go on. <laughs> when I lost my weight, when I lost weight, I went to DMV. Updated. <laughs> I know that's right. Okay. <laughs> Rip me out the plastic. I've been acting brand new. <laughs> well, if that's if that's true, mine probably say one something. But yeah. Mine does. It's okay. They know who it is. And look, they be looking at me and I look at them. Just like the the lady they're going to rush your Trump. ass, Erica. They was like, <laughs> the lady was looking at Trump. He said 250. And they be like, Erica, they're going to rush your ass next time you get stopped. They're going to be like, girl, who likes it? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're going to be like, we see the person in the picture. But something ain't adding up. I'll be like, mind your business. Right. Right. Mind your damn business. You don't need to worry about it. Well, Latroy, yeah, we're going to have to bring you back. But give us everything. Where, if people live in Hampton Roads and they need their hair is dead, how do they contact you? If you if your book is open, let me ask you, is your book open it for is. New Year? It is. I, I have four more years. I'll, I'll just say this real quick. I have four more years left in the salon. I'm retiring at 50. Wow. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. And then what, you, I mean, so what you going to do after that? Well, my fiance and I are, I'm, I'm always going to do hair, but I'm closing the salon at 50 and I'm no longer doing weeks, a week long worth appointments. So it'll be like one day for my good Judy's as we call them, my, my girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's because I love, I genuinely love what I do. I would do it for free. Have mm-hmm. done it. And sometimes I do it for free. We, um, we gave back to school hairdos, giving back to school hairdos away. Mm-hmm. So I love what I do. But um, you can find me on stylesee.com forward slash Latroy Brinkley. Um, if you, or if you just type in hair salons and 757, I'll pop up. I'm at the top of the charts. Oh, mm-hmm. oh no, that's right. Top of the charts. Okay, um, now. And, and, um, uh, and let us know because you said that there is something going on with Virginia State and Norfolk State at this time to raise money. What's yeah. up with that? Support your HBCUs. We are heavily mm-hmm. underfunded and they cut the funding. every. Even though they make these big announcements that we're giving this um, $1.3 trillion to HBCUs, you just took away $2 trillion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're... You, you're taking away, but you never talk about that. So, um, Norfolk State is dear to my heart because that's where my fiance works and they pay the bills up and through here. Oh, um, right. And of course, I graduated from Virginia State University and I have two children there. So, not only am I paying tuition, I give back as an alum. So, this week, um, starting tomorrow, we have the big, the big give back. It's a battle between Norfolk State and Virginia State because we have the Labor Day Classic game going on down mm-hmm. here. Um, so we're trying to see who raises the mo- the most money. And you can mm-hmm. go to uh, vsu.edu forward slash give and just select and just give to your university of choice. Um, 
that's that's what we're doing. I'm Mr. Alumni, so I'm pushing the initiative. Come on now. That's it. We 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 gotta help out HBCUs. HBCUs HBCUs graduate some amazing people. Very, very amazing people. And we we just got to be there for them. Make sure they stay alive. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we will definitely, I will try my best to cut this and push it out this week ahead of this episode even dropping so that people can support. And when is the last day people can give? Um, up until Saturday at noon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have to push this now because if you're listening, we are recording this on August the 27th. Mm-hmm. So we need to push this out quickly. Well, Latroy, we are so happy that you were able to join us and coming oh, into the bougie den. Thank yes, you. Yes, and we we will have you back. Yes. All right. Well, if you have been enjoying these episodes, be sure to subscribe to all the podcast platforms. You can find us on every social media platform there is. Go ahead, like, share, subscribe. Let us know what you think. And if you have not done so already, rate us in the app that you're listening to us now. We would greatly appreciate it. But until then, bye.